0: Love talk radio. Life is about the quality of love expressed in relationships. We have relationships with family friends, work acquaintances, social acquaintances, fellow church members, and the like. However, the most important expression of love in a relationship is not in the above mentioned, but in expressing our love to God, and it is the least taught. White Stone Relationship Recovery Program focuses on helping believers to love God first, and the fruit of that relationship with God will be the overflowing of love through us to those that we are in relationships with. The abundant life that is what Jesus Christ called it and promised it to us in John 10, 10, I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. The abundant, richly satisfying life is based on love expressed in relationships, not in a worldly, sensual, carnal, calculating love, but a godly love that springs from the heart of the Christian that loves God primarily with all his heart, mind, and soul. Well, good morning. This is Dr. John Wadsworth uh, talking to you live from Pearl River, Louisiana, on it's cool, beautiful day that the Lord has made. And I want to encourage you to enjoy today because it might be your last. And one day it will be your last. And the main thing is, is to enjoy life and know as a born-again believer, as a child of God, you've got a better life waiting for you um, when this one's over. Uh, I was watching Pat Robinson this week and um, uh, had a lot of people that on there they were interviewing that had died and uh, gone to heaven and experienced the uh, the life after. And, and God had brought them back to life to en- encourage others that are believers and uh, those that um, are seeking to become believers to surrender to Christ uh, in the wonderful life that's hereafter. And so um I, I want to encourage you that to do that also to enjoy the day that you have today, and then uh because it might be your last and and know that one day uh, it will be your last, and so but you have a better life waiting for you in Christ Jesus. And uh, today uh, is uh, february twenty sixth of the year of our lord uh, uh twenty eleven and uh, I want to thank uh, to Blog Talk Radio for the ability or the opportunity to share what we're going to be talking about this morning about AA and, and Charlie Sheen's comments about Alcoholics Anonymous. And um, I, I appreciate the comments I've gotten in return already through email. And I look forward to other comments. And you can get in touch with me by whitestoneministries.net. Uh, my phone number's on there, 985 789 5988. Or you can uh, email me. Uh, my email address is on that address, uh, on that website. So, uh, without further ado, and I want to thank Jeff Fuller for keeping this thing together, keeping the Blog Talk Radio program together, engineering, the man behind the scene, and uh, the website. So, uh, if you need somebody to help you uh, with your commercial kitchen needs in a hotel, restaurant, uh, 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 institution like a nursing home or hospital, give Jeff a call, and you can find his phone number on our website also. Charlie Sheen has comments to AA. Everybody thinks he's uh, really lost it. Uh, I think he's found it. I think he's found the truth. And um, and one thing is, is that AA is a uh, a bootleg cult. It is a religion. It is a religion. A religion is an expression of your faith and AA is a bootleg cult. I guarantee you that people can find um, uh, 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 joy or happiness or contentment in a cult um, uh, and in religion. Uh, religion doesn't um, uh, get you, uh, let's say, happiness or freedom. It binds you into a a certain organization or fits you into or molds you into a group of people. Uh, believers like yourself uh, that you can exist in this, in this life in and quote unquote some, find some kind of happiness but that's not the Christian life that's not the Christian life Uh give you an example there were some people uh, killed by pirates and they were Christians uh, they, that were killed by these pirates and uh, they were going around the world uh, sharing the gospel and handing out Bibles uh, they were enjoying life they were enjoying life, and uh, they weren't making meetings. They were sharing their faith, their love uh, to God. Um, and so they're in a better life now. But they were enjoying their life to the max while they were here on this earth. Now they're in a better life. So AA hey, is a religion. It is a cult. And um, it's a cult of misery. Misery loves company. And, again, it's just like a lot of religions that say, well, you got to be here on Sunday morning or you're not growing uh, in God or spiritually. Uh, you're you're not. You can't grow unless you make our meetings. And uh, that's the Baptists. That's the Catholics. That's the uh, Presbyterians. That's the Muslims. That's all of those uh, uh, religions. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about a relationship with Jesus Christ with God. Now I believe Charlie's found it. Um, uh, the term sober. I'm not concerned about being sober. I'm concerned about uh, letting God run my life for me and that surrender to him, uh, he allows me uh, to enjoy life to the max whether I'm sober or if I'm not sober. There's nothing wrong with having a couple of drinks when the Holy Spirit's controlling your appetite for drinks or foods or, uh, or for anything. If he's in control of your life, um, he'll control your consumption of everything. And I believe Mr. Sheen is finding that out. I think Mr. Sheen has been around Hollywood. He needs to get away from there and, and find some reality. But I think he's found the key to it in that he is free and he does not have to be in bondage to this religion or any religion. The, the disease model, uh, the, the, model uh, the disease model, that I've got a disease The disease that I have is inherent in every person that is born of woman, uh, that is uh, sin. I was born a sinner, you were born a sinner, and our diseases, our incurable diseases, is sin. That sin is the reason that we're going to die one day, it's sin that destroys our lives, it's sin that destroys our body, our existence. And we all have that disease, you're not some imperfect being. You're not some special case that uh, nobody can understand and that you would, uh, uh, came into this life differently. It's not your mom and daddy's uh, disease that uh, you inherited, some special disease. You inherited the same thing everybody else inherited. It's sin in a sinful nature. And Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you can be free from the, the repercussions and the control of that disease that's called sin. That's what he's uh that's the disease model. This is a bunch of hogwash. I've seen that used in the psychiatric hospitals. I've seen it used in um in rehab programs so much as an excuse to relapse, as an excuse to stay in your misery. Um a, 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 the founder of AA is a plagiarist. Uh he took the Christian precepts and he, he made it a gelding. He castrated it and he made it uh Useless to anybody so that you can plug in any stupid religion, uh, any uh, faith, uh, to take the place of Jesus Christ. He is a plagiarist. He's a liar. And the only success, which is, like Mr. Sheen says, 5%, and I don't see how that could be a 100% success rate, but it's about 5% is because born-again believers are... are Directed by the Holy Spirit to go to these AA meetings to share their faith in Christ so that those that are in there that are truly seeking the truth will find it by these people attending these meetings. That's the success rate. That's why it's successful. Um, Going on to Mr. Sheen and some other things that he said. Um, now Now, again, this is on the Alex Jones interview. You can go to YouTube and type in uh, Alex Jones' interview with Charlie Sheen, and you can get it. Uh, this is the one I'm talking about. This is the things that Charlie Sheen may, uh, has has uh, said. The success model, uh, Charlie Sheen said, is uh, some people like trolls living under the bridge. Yeah, the, the most miserable people uh, I've seen that are quote-unquote sober they're white-knuckling it through life. They don't know how to enjoy life. Their pride, their joy, their ag- arrogancy is that they in, they're sober. They've got their chip. That's what life's all about. Some of the uh, cantankerous, most miserable people I've ever seen are quote-unquote sober, and they've got their chips, and they're white-knuckling through life, and they're bitter and angry and everything else. So uh, uh, that's the success model. The success model is being not being sober. The success model is enjoying the relationship with God and with those that are around you, letting God live through you. That's success. Uh, don't be special. Be like one of us. Charlie said, you're not special. You, I remember one man that came to a uh, came to a rehab that I was working at, and he was going to AA, an AA meeting, he said he told them at the meeting that he was going to a Christian rehab, and they warned him. They warned him, said, don't go to that thing. Don't go to that thing, because uh, you won't need us anymore. Now, that's the truth. And if anything, that motivated him more to come to the uh, Christian rehab, where he did find Christ, where he did find freedom and liberty, that um, uh, so he didn't have to go back. He wasn't in that bondage to that religion, that cult that that demands that you make meetings, that demands that you live a certain lifestyle, that demands that you go along and uh, 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 live the life that they're living. You know, it's like a preacher told me. <clears throat> a preacher told a preacher told me one time. He says, John, as long as you sin like I sin, then you're okay. But if you start sinning like I don't sin, then you're not okay. And that's basically it. And that's what all religion tells you. You live like I live, then you're okay. You'll make it to heaven. I heard a Catholic priest on uh, television the other day saying, uh, uh, you know, you might spend more time in purgatory than you think you are. Well, according to the scriptures, I ain't spending no time in purgatory because Jesus Christ has spent... Uh, time in hell for me, he's died for my sins, he's resurrected from the, from the dead for me, and, and I am going to heaven, not to purgatory, not to hell, because of the work of Jesus Christ, because of his uh, complete work and not my complete work. Am I special? You doggone straight I'm special. I'm so special that Jesus Christ died on the cross just for me. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm pretty special that God sent his only Son to die on the cross. For me, you doggone straight, I'm special. I'm one of God's most favorite children. I believe when he opens up his wild and shows his favorite children, I'm at the top of the, uh, of the, sta- uh, of the pack, of the stack. That's how special I am. And if you're a born-again believer, if you're a child of God, you're special too. You're very special. It ain't not matter what you did yesterday and, and how, my, how you feel about yourself. It's what, how God thinks about you and what God has done for you through Jesus Christ. That's what makes you special. You ain't got to go around mumbling around and grumbling around and say, oh, gee, woe is me. That, or, oh, gee, I'm not worthy. You doggone straight, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of God's grace. That's what grace is. Grace is something that you earn or not earn but you receive because you're not worthy. Get a straight man get it right, and enjoy life in faith in Jesus Christ. It says, um, AA, Charlie, say, uh, uh, Charlie Sheen says, AA is a bunch of uh, BS. I'm, and, and what he says here, I'm cured. You doggone straight. Once you surrender to Christ, you are cured. He takes over your life. And the rest of your life is a continual surrender of your life to him. That's what that's about. And I believe he's, uh, he's begun the, uh, the process. Yes, sir. I I am a new creature in Christ. In Romans chapter (coughs) 8, excuse me, Romans chapter 8 verse 2, it says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of, of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. I am free from it. I don't struggle with it. I'm liberated from it it has no more control over me. it 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 uh it seduces me it it, it tempts me uh in certain circles like uh, aa and religion it tries to impress me into their misery uh uh by, by some uh played up or or structured up form of controlling sin? No. I am free from it by the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead lives within me and I am liberated from sin. And too many Christians are feeling sorry for themselves and kicking themselves and in guilt instead of letting Christ run their life and just keep, uh, keep on going and understand that yeah yeah uh, he, we're not listening we need to surrender more. That's it. That's all there is to it. Now Charlie Sheen, uh, let's see what else did he say? uh there were uh pretty good comments a complete and total surrender let me tell you something when i when i surrendered to jesus christ on november 11th of uh, uh 19 uh 75 no, november 7th of 1975 I thought I totally surrendered to Christ. I thought I did, but in fact, in reality, there was a lot of things that, sinful habits and sinful ways that I did not surrender. But I surrendered, what I did was surrender to Christ to start the process of controlling my life. And then over years, things came up in my life that I tried to control through religion. I tried to control through uh, more discipline in my life. I tried to control by meeting with certain people to no avail. But when I surrendered further or understood that to get the victory over this sin or, or this sinful habit, this sinful way in my life, it wasn't about... Getting uh, going to church more it wasn't about making meetings more it wasn't about uh, uh, disciplining myself more it was about allowing him to control my life more and the struggle to give the struggle to him that's what the scriptures say scriptures don't say attend church more do this more do that more but the scriptures do say surrender more yeah, uh, give me uh, a little time here and I'll go to James. Well, let's we'll see. Yeah, James five. I'm gonna try this one. It's not. It's close. Let's try. It's uh, uh, First Peter then. First Peter five. And the Bible talks about being. Uh, yielded it talks about faith it talks about surrender Um, and it talks about uh, the Holy Spirit controlling your uh, life it says here uh, in verse 5 of first Peter chapter 5 likewise you younger submit yourselves unto the elder yea all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Okay. Now, what AA in religion does says, Well, you got to humble yourself before the preacher. You gotta humble yourself before the priest. You've got to humble yourself before man. But the Bible says here, and what uh Peter is saying here, God res- God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Verse 6. Of 1 Peter chapter 5, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God. Under the mighty hand of God, not under the mighty hand of AA or the Baptist Church or this organization or that organization or these people, that per, uh, this person, but a personal, intimate relationship, a quiet uh, time with God. Humble yourself before him. And by doing that, you're fulfilling the first commandment, which is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And by doing that, you're humbling yourself before God. Jesus Christ said, go in your closet and pray. That means go in secret. He says, and in in secret, uh, pray to God. Humble yourself in secret to God. He will reward you openly. That's what Jesus said. Verse 6, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. He's doing the exalting. He's doing the, you see, there's the freedom. There's the liberty. There's the victory. The victory is realizing it's not your battle, but it's, uh, but it's God's battle. And as you humble yourself before him, he will exalt you. He will lift you up. His His empowerment It's not your attendance or or your chips at AA. It's not your attendance at some Baptist church on Sunday morning or or the preacher smiling at you and making you feel good and and, uh, giving more to the church or, or volunteering for this project or that project. No, it's you humbling yourself privately, secretly, before God and allowing him and looking for him and expecting him to exalt you in due time. That's what it says. Then it says in verse 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You and I have no ability, responsibility, ab- uh, uh, right to t- take care for anything in our life. It's not our responsibility. It's God's res- Our responsibility is to cast it on him and he will take care of it. We say, well, I did, and I still got this problem. Well, you need to cast it again. You need to cast it again until you know beyond a shadow of a doubt he's got it. And how do you know that uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's got it? Well, he he tells us that plainly in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Be careful for nothing. That means don't worry about anything. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. I'm preaching this, but I come across times when I do worry. And I catch myself trying to handle something that I'm not supposed to. You know what that does to me? It does to my peace. It rattles it. It takes it away. It says here, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That's the key to life. That's the freedom. That's uh, that's the cure. That's being healed, and all this other stuff. Uh, it ain't about sobriety. If the Holy Spirit don't want you to drink or you don't want you to do drugs, and He's in control of your life, you won't do it. And the Holy Spirit wants you to, uh, and He's in control of your life. And you come uh, across a, a drug or a drink or something. And you take it, so what? I had a woman uh, uh, call me one time, a young lady that I used to counsel, and she said, well, Brother John, I went, you know, he said, she said, I've been doing. I said, how you been doing? She said, I've been r- doing real good. I only uh, relapsed one time in the, in, the, in the last two years or something like that. I said, oh, what happened? She says, well, I went on a cruise, um, on, on a boat cruise, and, you know, they got a lot of drinking and everything, and I and I went and drank and, and party with uh, everybody else. I said, oh, well, I said, okay, well, did you enjoy it? She says, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of, I did enjoy it. I said, well, great, so what? So you, you, you're not doing it anymore, you know, I mean, you enjoyed yourself. Man, why have, why have guilt about that? Why have guilt and, and uh, go around a lot of people are going to browbeat you about that and take away your sobriety and tell you you're not, man, that's a lot of hogwash. So What? Now, the Bible talks about celebrating and rejoicing and, and drinking wine and, and 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 all of this stuff. Jesus Christ cre- uh, turned water into wine at a, a wedding feast. Why? Because it was a time to rejoice and enjoy uh, the celebration of a man and woman coming together in marriage. That's why. To enjoy life. That's what it's about. And when the Holy Spirit's in in, in charge of your life. He you will enjoy life totally. And when you find out that you're starting to be careful about things and worrying about things, then you're supposed to give it to him in detail. Every every iota, every jot, every tittle about that thing you worried about. Instead of worrying about it, just talk talk to him about it in detail. Then and thank him for the answer he's going to give you even before you get the answer. That's right. Thank you for the, uh, you know, uh, talking about that, I had another young man talking about relapse, quote-unquote relapse, and he was in a uh, state program, you know, and they're strictly, you know, sobriety and uh, there's, uh, you know, you can't drink, you can't drink, and all this other stuff. And so he uh, he came into group, and, you know, and you got to confess that you've done it and everything else, and uh, he's up here pouting, you know, and all of this, putting on this act, you know, of, of contrition before everybody, so, you know, he's playing a role, so he won't go to jail. But anyhow, and I asked him, after he got, you know, everybody, you know, encouraged him and, you know, and all this other stuff, I said, ma'am, well, why did you take the pill? And he says, well, I, I thought I'd feel good. I said, well, did you enjoy it? No, I didn't enjoy it. I said, well, you missed out on it, man. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to relapse, you might as well enjoy it. If you're going to go ahead and do it in guilt, why Why in the world do it? I mean, for Pete, you know, it's just showing you. Relapse ain't nothing more than showing you that there's something that you haven't surrendered to God. There's something that you're trying to control, you're too careful about. And that's what this... Uh, Verse in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 is saying, Be careful for nothing but in everything, everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Okay, In detail, every jot and tell, you, you just get down with, look, are you going to spend time worrying about it? Are you going to spend time uh, having a miserable time in life and making those around you miserable? You might as well spend time with God alone and being specific about what your problems are. In verse 7, it says, and the peace of God would it all understanding. You can't understand it. You know, doctors will give you drugs to try and give you peace. You can go get drunk, and you can expect peace. You can inspect joy. You can uh, go with this woman, like old, old Charlie's saying, he's too hot. He's and you can do all of that stuff. But this is beyond understanding what God's going to give you once you give him all your problems, which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Jesus said, anything you ask in my name, I will do it. So do it. And you will experience the freedom, the enjoyment, the excitement of life every day of your life. So God bless you. Enjoy life today and allow the Holy Spirit to Guide you into the go, for the, go for it, man, lady. Go for it. Enjoy life to the max. Trust in God to, to guide you and to humble yourself before him and let him run your life. Let him uh, counsel you through life and enjoy it as much as you can. Because today might be your last. And one day will be your last. But then what? If you've trusted in Christ, you surrendered to Christ, <laughs> you're going to a better place and a better life. So God bless you. And I'm going to close with this verse. It's Second uh, Corinthians yes. chapter 13 and verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ... The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not the grace of AA. Not the grace of the Baptist Church. Not the grace of the preacher or the priest. But the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The high priest. The king of kings. The Lord of lords. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God. And the communion of the Holy Ghost. Be with you all. Amen.